Hello everybody, it's Melissa. I'm back. I'm literally back from London, from across the pond. I should say England because we went other places, not besides London, but we spent the bulk of our time in London. It was great. Um, London is a fun city, uh, but there are a lot of differences. <laughs> it was a fun city. It was an overwhelming city for many reasons that I will go into. I want to update you guys and let you know how the trip was and um, how awkward I am in London, in England in general. I'm just, just when I thought I couldn't get any more awkward, um, I went to another country and turns out I can get more awkward. I didn't think it was possible, but it happened. So, um, the main, the main thing that made me feel so awkward <laughs> is that I have a really hard time with accents and even a British accent. It's like, to me, a, a British accent shouldn't be that hard to work out. Like it's not, it's not that different from like how, how we talk in America, but for some reason, my brain cannot process words most of the time when someone has an accent. Um, so <laughs> that means that on top of kind of not knowing certain things, because We've, we figured out that culturally, England is different in certain ways than America, which was kind of a surprise to me. I mean, maybe it shouldn't have been a surprise to me. It's a different country. Um, but I just, I don't know. I, I don't know. I didn't know what to expect, and that was part of my anxiety going in. Obviously, it was like, I don't know what to expect. Um, but... Yeah, I, I guess, I don't know. I guess I expected it to be very, very similar to America, um, which it was in certain ways, but it was so much different in so many more ways than I anticipated. Um, so on top of being kind of lost in general, because we kind of just didn't know how stuff worked there, um, like for example, I'll give an example. Um restaurants there are very different in how they, how the service works. Um, in America, we are up your butt. We, you, you get checked in on by your server, like too much to me, in my opinion, too much. Like servers in America, they're coming by your table every five minutes to see if you need more water. Is everything okay? Do you need this? Do you, do you have any questions? How's the food? Like, in England, it's not like that. Um, they leave you alone. They leave you the heck alone, which is fine, but different. Um, and so figuring that out when we first got there was weird because we were like, um, especially just like when it was time to kind of wrap the meal up and like, um, get the check and stuff. You're, so here in the States, 
you like you're putting your last bite of food in your mouth and they're coming by with the check. It's like, here's your check. Do you want any dessert? Da 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 da. Like they're on it, right? It's snappy, snappy service fast, fast. Everything's fast, fast, fast. Um, there it's not like that. Like we would finish a meal and then we'd just be sitting there and we're like, is our server going to come bring us the check or like, how does it work here? Do we have to go somewhere to pay? Like, is there a secret counter we don't know about? Like, <laughs> like the stuff that you don't know that you're just like, well, I didn't think this would be different here, but it kind of is. Um, whereas no, you don't need to go any special place to pay. It just in Europe or in, I guess in England, I can't speak for all of Europe. Um, but in England, uh, they just, it's not like that. It's just like, not like that. You, you see your server a couple times. They, for the most part, leave you alone and they're not in a hurry to like push you out the door when your food is done, um, being eaten. It's just like, we waited sometimes like 20 minutes after we were done eating for the server to come give us our check. Um, which was fine cause we were on vacation, but it was just so weird. It was so different to us. We we're like, are we doing something wrong? Is there like a button we're supposed to push? I don't know. Um, also tips there, like tipping is different. Like the tip is included, but we didn't know. We, we thought we were accidentally like not tipping, but I'm like, do they tip here? Is that not customary? But then we figured it out. Like there was just, there was so much Googling and so much confusion for just like little things like that, you know, that are different than it is in America. Um, so, so on top of just feeling sort of a, a chronic sense of confusion over just these like little differences, um, that's where I was going with this tangent. I wanted to give you guys a, a specific example of like a particular thing that we found that was different, but at first it was very confusing because we were like, are we missing something or is this just how it is here? Like, there's no way to know. Um, so on top of that, just feeling lost in general, then when you are interacting with a person and you can't really like make out what they're saying, then you just stare at them with like a blank look on your face and trying really hard for me, I would just be trying to be like, what could they have possibly said right there? And how can I answer appropriately? And oftentimes they would just like, look at me like I was, <laughs> they're like, are you dumb? Like then they would repeat themselves. And sometimes I still wouldn't understand. And I would have to look at gray. Gray would sometimes, gray is better with accents than I am. So gray would sometimes be like, she asked this and I'm like, okay, thanks for taking so long to help me work that out. Um, like jump in sooner next time, gray. Um, but it made for a lot a lot of awkward moments. And there were times though, when I felt like that situation was going both ways. I was ordering something in a cafe and I think that the girl did not understand what I was saying. And it dawned on me like, oh, if I have trouble with their accent, maybe there are people here who also have a trouble with my accent. Cause you know, 
when you're on like your own side of like you don't ever think of yourself as the one having an accent because this is how you've always talked and this is how most of the people around you talk and you're like oh I don't have an accent you do but no to them I have one and so there were definitely a couple of times where it was like I would say something and then they would be look confused and then they would say something and I would look confused and it would just be sort of like this this weird back and forth exchange of like us just trying to figure out what the hell the other person's saying um and it would eventually get worked out because it was you know you can do it but like yeah it was that part was a struggle for sure um yeah so London in and of itself as a city was super cool um everywhere we went was was beautiful um London's a great city. We did end up in some like rougher areas at a couple points that we were like, ooh, uh, this is, I don't see very many touristy looking people around. And like, uh, it wasn't like quite as nice in certain areas. And we were like, yikes. And we would kind of like get out of there because, yeah. Um, but yeah, for the most part, beautiful city. Um, but the pace there, the pace in London, um, was very fast. Every, everyone, it seems walks at mock speed, which for me, I would have thought would be a plus because I'm a very fast walker. I like walking fast. One of my pet peeves is when you're trying to get somewhere and you're stuck behind someone who's walking slow, but in England, I'm the slow walker. I think mostly because I was, Craig and I were just confused most of the time as to like where we're going. We're following Google Maps like every moment of every day. It's like looking at the phone, trying to figure out where we're supposed to turn or where we're supposed to go or looking at the, the app that tells you like the tube schedule. And, um, which by the way, um, London has, an extremely wonderful public transportation system like it's not that expensive to get around we got an oyster card and paid very very little to get around London for all of the multiple days we were there it was incredibly inexpensive and I was really happy about that I was like wow this is awesome um so that was great. I wish we had more stuff like that here in the States. A lot of our cities don't have that great of public transport. Um, so yeah, but we were just sort of the meandering ones that were just sort of lost and we were probably annoying to the people around us who knew where they were going and knew that they needed to get there. And they were just, but it was like, everyone was walking so fast all of the time. And I was like, Oh, this is overwhelming. Um, also, I think, um, culturally there, the people, I don't want to say like, <laughs> I don't think it has anything to do with niceness. People there, I was about to say people there aren't as friendly, but I don't think that that's it. I don't think that they're not as friendly. I just feel like culturally the way people interact with each other is just different there like the tone of voice the facial expression um because to me it seemed incredibly different from America where 
everyone is very um, kind of over the top about being expressive, I guess. Um, I guess England people just seemed a lot more like subdued, which isn't a bad thing at all. I'm just like, I feel like I wouldn't, if I lived in England, I don't know if I would feel as much pressure to mask as heavily as I do here in the States. Because in the States, we're expected to be very like emotive and like expression, like show a lot of expression, show a lot of like, um, you know, variance in our tone and how our, you know, and in England, that was very different. People there seemed more, like I said, more subdued, more serious. I don't think that it's that they are actually more serious. I think it's just a stark contrast from America and how kind of over the top we're expected to be here. Um, so that was kind of a, that was an interesting difference that I noticed. And it did take a, a minute for Gray and I to get used to that because at first we sort of, it sort of came across like people were being rude Um, but after being there a few days and sort of settling in and getting used to it, I'm like, I don't think people here are being rude at all. I think they're just, it's not as fricking people aren't as over the top and in your face as they are in America. It's just like, it's so different. Um, so I could calm down after a few days once I realized that everyone there wasn't mad at me because, you know, my rejection sensitivity was automatically like, why does everyone here hate us? And eventually I was like, oh, I don't think they actually hate us. I think this is just the way people are here. Um, and honestly, like I liked it. I was like, everyone here is sort of like dry. And again, I don't mean that in a bad way. Like I love just like, like a, a, a straightforward person and it just seems like that's how it is there nothing there's no false pretenses there there's no one putting on a show people just are how they are and are who they are and they're not going over the top at all um and uh it was cool what else um I did find that I implemented some routines there um I got the same thing for breakfast every single morning when we were there um which was porridge, which by the way is just oatmeal, but somehow over there it's better. And I don't know how or why, but it is. Um, I already am a big oatmeal person. I love me some oats, but there was a place right across from our hotel, um, that had really good porridge. And I would have honestly just eaten that for three meals a day when I was there. It was so good. But, um, the food there was amazing. England is extremely vegan friendly. Every single place we went had most, most places had multiple vegan options, not just one. Um, here in America, it's really hard there. Depending on where you live, it's hit or miss. Um, on our flight back, we had a layover in Salt Lake city, which is in Utah. And, um, they, we couldn't find anything in the airport to eat. I was like, oh, we're back in America because there's like literally zero vegan options here in Utah. Um, so it was really, really nice to be able to, um, have so many food options available. Um, but I did stick with the same breakfast (laughs) every morning, which gave me, 
you know, my morning breakfast routine at home is really important to me. I, I, that's like one of my, my morning and my nighttime routines are just like really kind of the most important routines through my whole day. So the fact that I was sort of built a routine, I didn't even realize I was doing it until Gray pointed it out. Like the third day I was like, I'm going to go across the street and get some porridge. And Gray's like, ah, even over here, you're making a breakfast routine. And I'm like, oh my God, I guess I am. Um, I also brought my yoga mat, which I was like, I have like a travel yoga mat. It's super thin. So it fit in my suitcase. Um, cause I was like, you know, I feel like I'm going to want to do yoga cause I do yoga almost every morning here at home. Um, and I'm like, I feel like I might. And then I was like, maybe not. We're going to be on vacation. I might be like, no, I don't want to take time. But I did. I did yoga almost every morning. So I did my same food breakfast and I did my yoga in the morning and, um, the first few nights we were there, the nights, the first few nights that we were in London, we were busy till late in the evening. Cause we always had like plans. Um, but after that, when the evenings were more calm, we definitely, Gray and I definitely kind of stuck more to our bedtime routine too, which was funny. We just sort of fell into that. Um, so we did keep some of our, some of our routines, which really, really helped. Um, and yeah, it was, it was a fun food adventure for both of us. Um, like I said, just because there were so many options, but also like, I'm really weird about food and I have a lot of like, I have a lot of hangups about, I don't know. I did a whole food episode. So if you want to know all my hangups about food, go listen to that one. But like, it's hard for me to eat out consistently like that for so many days in a row, but I did a good job. I'm really proud of myself. And I was really afraid that my IBS would act up because sometimes if I'm not eating the same foods all the time, my gut will be like, what are we doing? This isn't what we usually have. And then it'll be a hot mess. And I don't want to be having IBS flare ups on vacation, but honestly, like my gut was fine. I'm so grateful because I was really worried about that too being a thing. And, uh, it wasn't the whole time we were there. It just wasn't. And, um, yeah, that was, that was really good. I was, I was really happy about that. Um, you know, my, my fellow, um, IBS peeps, <laughs> you know, how stressful it can be to be like worried about how your gut's going to react to every stupid stinking meal, but no, it was fine. Um, yeah. Yeah. What else? It was, it was a lot. It was a lot of hustle bustle, vacations are hard because it's like just a general feeling of discombobulation. Um, I think that Gray and I both learned that we need a more structured holiday situation. I did plan some stuff for us to do before we went. We had a few like structured activities that we were going to do, but I left most of the time open mostly because I just didn't know what it was going to be like. And I didn't know if we were going to want to have plans the whole time or if we were going to want to just explore. Um, and we did a lot of exploring and that was fine. But also, like, not having a plan for most of the days that we were there um, did get a little stressful sometimes just because I get kind of overwhelmed when I don't know, I don't have a plan, I don't know what to do, and there are so many options um, that you can sort of start getting, like, decision fatigue and just sort of (laughs) feeling like you can't choose at all. And then, yeah, so, um, and big city travel is also really hard because just to get from point A to point B, um, 
it took a lot of planning. It's like, okay, we have to get on this subway and get on that, sorry, tube. They call it the tube there, which I love. Um, get on this and then transfer here and then get on that. And it was like, I'll, although I love their public transport system, um, it was, it, it was a lot, it was effortful just to figure it out and get around. Um, took a lot of brain power because <laughs> we're not just not used to it. Um, yeah. What else? The trip back was fine. Um, I think reacclimating when we got home was was pretty okay. Um, I wish I had brought. I'm gonna plug Magic Mind again. Um, I wish I had brought some Magic Mind with me because coming back home and reacclimating to, um, you know, over the time zones, um, was way easier when we got home than it was going over. And I think part of that was because I had my magic mind. Um, I've talked about magic mind on the past couple episodes uh, and it's because I love it and <laughs> it's breathing new life into me. Um, so they're teeny tiny little bottles. So I could have taken some to London and I almost did because I was like, I might really need this when we're there when I'm trying to like acclimate and get through the days, um, and not feel tired. But my suitcase was packed very full and I was like, you know what, I'll be fine. And then when I was there, I found myself wishing that I had it. And when I got back, um, I was happy that I had it. Um, Magic Mind is like these little naturally derived energy shots. So there's nothing like artificial in it. It's got um, the caffeine is derived from uh, matcha and which is like a very I guess it's a really um slowly metabolized caffeine and so it sort of is like a slower uh burn when it comes to the the caffeination feeling it doesn't just spike you up and then you crash and you feel all jittery and anxious and like you want to pull your skin off um it's much more smooth it's much more sustained and there's a lot of other stuff in there too that's really good for you helps with focus, concentration, brain fog, which I had a ton of when we got back. Um, and it really helped. It really, really helped. I was like, dang, I should have brought this with us when we went over because I feel like my first few days in London would have, I would have had a lot more energy and clarity and focus. Um, but whatever it is, what it is, um, magic mind. So yeah, I'm talking about it so much because I really do like it. I know that there are a ton of people out there like me who have like a weird caffeine sensitivity and sometimes you can't drink stuff like that. Um, but I'm telling you like this stuff really just sort of focuses you, doesn't make you feel jittery or weird or over caffeinated or anything like that. So recommend that you all try it. I have a discount code. I'm going to put it in the show notes if you want to check it out, it's magicmind.com slash M-J-T-A-C-I-A. If you put in my code Melissa20, you can get uh, up to 50% off your first order, which is like a super good deal. So yeah, go check it out. Magic Mind. Um, 
but yeah, I've been living off the magic mind lately. I'm actually, uh, it's 4.30 p.m. here. I think I'm going to go drink a second one. I already had one this morning, but I think I might go drink a second one because I'm about to go take um, a class, pole fitness class. I've been going to pole. This is a thing that I've done like off and on over the years, um, but I've never really been consistent with going, but pole fitness is so fun, you guys. Um, it's so fun. It's so empowering. It's just like it's one of my new favorite activities. So I'm going to go take a pole class in a few hours. And so I'm like, "Mm, I might need a little, a little extra because we haven't even been back. Let's see. Um, we got back on Thursday. Yeah. Thursday night. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, what's today? Monday. Um, so We haven't been back that many days, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And I'm still sort of reacclimating. And so, I don't know, maybe I'll drink a second one and be like on my way. Go, go kill that pole class. Um, so yeah, the trip overall was good. It was a very positive experience. I really liked England. I would love to go back to England. Um, we went to Bath. And that was a fantastic little city. I wish we would have had more time there because the architecture and the history there was amazing. And I wish we would have had more time to explore. I would definitely go back there. And I would love to explore around England a lot more. Um, Like I said, most of our time was concentrated in London, which was fine. But it did get overwhelming after a few days there just because it's such a big city. It's so fast paced. It's so... And I'm usually, like, a person who's pretty okay with cities. I'm a city person. I don't mind, like, the fast-paced and, the you know, all the stuff going on, whatever. I feel like it's good. Um, (laughs) It gives my ADHD side of my brain the stimulation it craves. And as long as I have a place to go be in and get away from it all and have quiet, I'm fine. Um, Which we did. In London, we did. We had a place our hotel room (laughs) we went every day and it was fine there um but I feel like so many days of being in the city and not only being in the city but being in a new city and not even being in a new city but being in a new city in a new country and (laughs) just trying to navigate all of the things not only navigate a new city but navigate all of the differences and the trying to figure out what you know what we don't know, what we should know, what we do know, what we, you know, like, it was just like, it was a very, it was a different experience, but I do think I kind of have the travel bug now. I'm like, okay, we did England. That was good. I feel like I could go somewhere now that's like a little bit more outside of the comfort zone. I would really love to go to Italy. Um, my mom has always wanted to go to Italy. Her family is from there and she's never been. And so I think that would be a really cool trip to go on. But the thought of traveling to a place where um, English isn't the primary language is scary to me. Um, But I think many countries like that are pretty English friendly. Um, 
but for some reason, just the thought of traveling somewhere where I don't know the language is very intimidating. I'm like, how do, how do I read the signs? Like, how do I know what's going on? Cause to me, not knowing what's going on around me, um, is very anxiety inducing. I'm feeling like maybe am I doing something wrong? Like I want to do things right. I want to, you know, it's the autism. I want to follow the rules. I want to do things right. I don't want to like accidentally cross any boundaries that I'm not supposed to cross or do anything that's going to piss anyone off. Um, so yeah, I guess to summarize, (laughs) um, international travel is terrifying for many reasons and intimidating and scary and anxiety inducing, but it was worth it. It was worth it. It was really fun. Um, my, the tism did not get in the way. That's my, that's the short for autism. Those of you that don't know, (laughs) Gray and I always say, talk about the tism. Um, it didn't get in my way as much as I thought it would, which is good because sometimes when I'm that much out of my comfort zone, it can be a real big struggle. And there were a couple struggle moments. I'm not going to lie. Um, where I felt pretty overwhelmed and I was like, oh my God, oh, I almost had a panic attack on the tube. Um, there, you know, I don't think there are capacity limits on that thing. And so it was very hot for the days that we were in London. Like, I guess, um, like un, un, unseasonably warm. Like it just doesn't usually get that warm there. Some local people told us that it was like, oh, this is really hot for here. It was like low eighties, low to mid eighties. Um, and those trains, they get stinking hot. And there was one um, train that we were on that was extremely packed full of people. Like extremely, extremely, extremely. And it was very, very hot in there. And then it's the train stopped. Like not in an actual stop, but in between stops. And was like, oh, there's you know something going on. Um, we have to remain stopped for about five minutes or so, probably like we'll get moving as soon as we can. And I was like, oh my God, we're trapped. We're trapped in the train. There's a hundred million people in here. It's super hot. And I was like, oh God, I can't get off if I need to. Like, it was just like a very anxiety inducing moment. And Gray was just like, (laughs) like rubbing my leg and just being like, it's cool. It's fine. Everything's good. And I'm like, yep. I closed my eyes and I put myself somewhere else. I just tried to imagine that I was not on a hot subway with a million people trapped. Um, I was like, cool, I'm just sitting here. No one else is here. Everything's fine. But it did get to a point where I was like, if this train does not start moving soon, I feel like I'm going to freak out. And, uh, it did. It started moving. It it was about five minutes that we sat, although in my mind, it felt like about three days. It felt like so long. Um, but it did start moving. And at the next stop, a bunch of people got off and I was like, Oh, thank God. And I made it. I did it. And I did it. I did a lot of things. Um, and I, I was okay and I made it and now I know that I can do it. And so yay me. So anyway, that's my summation of London of my time there, of England, I guess. And it was great. And if you live there, you're lucky because it's a beautiful country. It was just gorgeous. So gorgeous. But I gotta say, 
I am happy to be back in the States where I'm comfy and I know how everything works (laughs) and I can understand everyone. Uh, but yeah, anyway, that's it for now. I'm going to let you guys go. I've been rambling on about this for 31 minutes now. If I don't even know if anyone cares about my vacation or how it went, but I thought I would update you guys. Um, yeah. So anyway, if you want more episodes, bonus episodes and stuff like that, you can join the Patreon. Uh, it's five bucks a month. You get access to bonus episodes and our little discord community. I actually just posted today. I'm, um, hosting a virtual zoom bingo night later this month, uh, for the Patreons. So we're going to start doing, we were doing movie nights for a while, um, virtual movie nights, Um, we stopped doing that, um, probably going to start implementing that again for the Patreons, but, um, yeah, we're going to do Zoom bingo. I'm going to see how that goes. I want, we have such a good group of people and it's like, just, I want to just be friends with all of you guys. Um, so we're going to do that and, uh, yeah, the Patreon's a cool thing. So, um, so there's that. I also have merch in the, oh, that's just my autism store. I'll leave the link in the show notes to that as well. And, uh, I love you guys and appreciate you guys. And thank you for your continued support of my little podcast. And, uh, I'm back from vacation. Now I can focus on other things. It's over. It's in the rear view mirror. And, uh, yeah, I feel like it was just, it was an impending thing for so long we planned it for like a year and the whole time I was just like, it's coming. The trip is coming. It's eventually coming. And now that it's over and done with, I'm like, oh, it's over. And I'm, but I'm also kind of relieved that it's over because <laughs> I was so worried about it. Like in the background of my mind, uh, it was, it was a tab that was open. Now I can close the tab. I can close the England vacation tab. Maybe start planning my next trip. Where should I go? You guys tell me where I should go. Um, yeah. All right. I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. All right, I'm going to talk to you guys on the next one. Thanks for listening to me ramble about my vacay. Talk to you next time. Bye.